Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Bloom with Bridget. Today is episode number five, and it is about sowing seeds of happiness and how we can look for ways to plant more seeds of happiness throughout our day, throughout our life, throughout others' lives, because that's what it's really all about. It's about starting with yourself first and that being an inward reflection and pouring out into other people. So let's go ahead and talk about happiness itself, and that is simply just the state of being happy. But happiness is really more than just a mood. It is a choice. It's a choice that you have to make every single day, multiple times throughout the day. But it's really also a mindset. When you choose happiness, no matter what life is going to throw at you, you're going to change your mindset. There's always going to be something that can ruin your day, your week, your year, or your life if you let it. And if you allow this to happen, you're going to look for circumstances and you're going to find someone or something that is out to get you. And if you believe this, then you're going to convince yourself that this is true. So going through the day, you wake up in the morning, you stump your toe, then go in the kitchen to get your coffee. You're going to spill it all over yourself. Or better yet, for all you moms with young babies out there, I would always be getting ready for work. You're all dressed up, ready to walk out the door, and you're burping a newborn. And what happens? They're going to spit up all of your clothes, and you have to change again. Or sometimes you're to the point where by the time I got to four, I was like, I'm going to scrub this really, really good, and it'll be fine. It's going to be great. We've all been there. We've all had little events that can really set the tone for our day. And One thing we have to remember is that we're the ones who are setting that tone. We're setting the pace for what that day is going to be like. We're setting it up from the very beginning, and that is our choice to either let those circumstances impact us in a positive way or a negative way. We can't always control what's going to happen to us, but what we can control is what we do next. Someone cuts us off. This happens quite frequently in the mornings. Somebody's going to cut me off in the drive through line. Yes, it's frustrating. My first instinct might be to throw out my hands, say a few choice words, but instead, I'm really trying to work on just that relax and release, you know, release that tension from my shoulders, release the tension from my body and just let it go. Trying to think that maybe nobody taught them manners when they were growing up. Maybe they needed that coffee more than I did, or maybe they didn't see me. But instead of jumping to that first conclusion of, God, they did that on purpose or they were out to get me. I'm really trying to just let more of that go and not let it affect me. Because if we allow these little moments to get to us, then the next thing that happens to us throughout the day is going to impact us too. So before you realize it, your whole day is crap because you allow these little things to turn into big things instead of just letting it pass through and go and be on its merry way. Don't apply all that energy and effort towards frustration. Use that as an opportunity to put that towards something positive. We need to start making more conscious decisions about protecting our energy and not letting those things bring down that energy to a level that it's not sustainable. There's a lady that works at the drive-thru at the McDonald's that I frequent, and she has the absolute best attitude and energy. When she takes your order, she'll come on the mic and say, good morning, sunshine. Are we having the usual today? I'll give my order and she'll follow up with, okay, awesome. I'll see you at the window. You know, she is so positive. When you get to the window, you're greeted with, compliments and smiles and stories about how her life is going. My girls think that I'm some kind of celebrity when I go through the line and she's there because they're like, how does she know you? How does she know your name? How does she know what you like? So they think that I'm big time at McDonald's, but her 
personality and her attitude and the happiness that she has is infectious. It's truly a gift. And when you're interacting with someone like this, you feel like you're the only person that they feel this way about. It's very impactful. I know I'm not her only customer that she treats this way because I can see everybody behind me in my rearview mirror who's waiting to get their turn with Ava. She shared good news with me. She shared bad news with me. You know, we've had great interactions, not so great interactions, but no matter what her circumstances are, her outlook is always upbeat and it is so infectious. It's one of those people that when you are around her, you want to be around her more and more and you want to be around more people like her. When I leave, I have more pep in my step. I'm in a better mood. It's elevated. It's a lot higher. I'm on a high energy, so I'm pouring out that energy onto other people that I come in contact with. So it is a positive cycle. Let's talk about the opposite of people like Ava who are not so positive. Most people are the energy vampires of your life. We all know one, two, three. Maybe they're your best friend. Maybe they're in your family. Maybe there's somebody that you work with. Maybe there's somebody that lives next door. Whoever that might be, we all know somebody who can literally just suck the joy out of you. And every single interaction with them is daunting and it's draining. It's just exhausting. They constantly think that somebody's trying to do them wrong. Their life is harder than everyone else's. Nobody understands how hard they have it. Their glass is always completely empty. It's just a cycle that they're in that they cannot break free from. And they probably do not even realize the words that they're saying and what that means or how that's coming across to someone else, what their body language is saying. But really, once you start to become aware of it and you see it, it's almost like you can't unsee it. You know, okay, I've got to psych myself up. You know, I've got to get in the right mindset to be able to go in here and not let this person affect my energy. But what I want you to know is that you have two choices when it comes to energy vampires. You can, number one, choose not to be around them. Just don't make yourself available for these types of people. If you have to be around them, be an influencer for them. When they're complaining about all the things that they have to get done in a day and they don't have enough time or they don't have enough help, remind them that, you know what, you're doing the best that you can. How can I help you? What can I do to make this easier for you? Or tomorrow's a new day. Start over. When they complain about their kids always being in their shadow, tell them how lucky they are that their kids want to follow them around everywhere because they're not going to do that forever. There's some mamas out there who have lost children or have never had the chance to have children of their own and would give anything to have a sidekick. I said it in the last episode, but what you focus on expands. If you're looking for the negative, then you're going to see every single negative. But if you're looking for the positive, that's what you're going to find. What happens is when you start to influence these individuals, You're either going to change their perspective and they're going to start to realize, man, it's really not so bad. You're right. I can start over tomorrow or I appreciate you offering to help. I will take you up on that. You're going to change their thoughts or they're going to realize that their rants and their complaining, you're not going to feed into that and it's not going to get a response from you and they're going to move on. Life is literally all about choices, all about choices. You have to learn to start taking control and make the right choices and control the energy that you create for yourself and the energy that you're putting out there for others to feel and receive. And then also protect the energy you are having, that positive energy that you want, that you're seeking. And don't succumb to negative energy. Don't be around the energy vampires. Don't let them suck that out of you. 
control the energy of yourself and then also being mindful of what you don't want and protect yourself from that or elevate their energy to the level that you want to be. The other day we were driving home and I just picked my daughter up from practice and you know she was talking about we have this thing where you know how was your day mom it was great how was your day good we're going back and forth and you know I'm asking her how her day was and she responds it was horrible and so I said what was horrible about it and she says I didn't sleep good last night because my sister hogged all the covers I had a test today I'm starving I've had a long practice and on and on and on and on and on she's just complaining about really nothing. And so I said, you know, we've got a lot to be thankful for. You know, you share a bed with your sister and there's some kids who don't have a bed to sleep on. In some countries, people don't let children go to school. They aren't afforded that opportunity. There's other kids that don't have a refrigerator and a pantry with food in it where they can just go and fix something anytime that they're hungry. They don't have sustainable resources like we do. So be thankful for what we have. Be thankful that you're tired from playing sports, that you're able to get up and move your body and put your talents to use because there's some people who don't get that opportunity. And so I could tell that she was really trying to process and digest what we were talking about. But this was an example of me trying to position it in a way that she understood that it is really what you think. It's what you think about. And when you think that these are things that are making my day horrible, but really when the light is shown on it and you see, yeah, practice was long and it was hard and I'm tired, but I am thankful that I can run. I am thankful that, you know, I've got energy to burn. I am thankful that I can play with my friends and I do share a bed with my sister, but I'm glad that I've got somebody there with me. You know, when you start to look at things, because we're so often closed off to what we think is reality. And there are so many people out there who are struggling and who are suffering and who don't have the things that we have. And it really makes you very thankful and grateful for what you do have. When you start thinking about gratitude in that respect, you start to really see that multiply. So when we were driving home, I said, okay, we're going to, when we get home, there were just the three of us in the car. And I said, when we get home, we're going to have dinner. And I said, I want you all to think about five things, and we're going to do give me five. And we said, we're going to talk about five things that we're thankful for, and everybody's going to go around the table. We're going to share what we're most thankful for. So we get home, we have dinner. So they had already kind of had a little bit of time to think about it. And, you know, my five-year-old's going, and my three-year-old's going, and I'm getting, you know, the dogs, and you're the best mommy, and, you know, just simple but but genuine things. And I know that they really are thankful for those things. But by the time that my older two, who had heard that conversation in the car, had time to share what they wanted to tell everybody that they were thankful for, they gave really thoughtful responses. And I could tell that they started thinking about things. You know, I am lucky. I am fortunate. I do have a lot to be thankful for. And when you start to see life that way, then everything else around you is going to get better. So I would challenge you to do Give Me Five at your dinner table. Um, When you're with your family, go around and say five things that you're thankful for. This was something that we just started, but it's really been a fun little experience for us all to really sit down and say, you know what? I am really grateful for that. And I do appreciate what this person does for me. And I don't know what I would do without this person. I am thankful for the weather that we're having. I'm thankful that the trees are starting to bloom and you know we're starting to see the beauty of spring. You start to focus on all the things around you that you probably get so busy and forget about or don't notice throughout the day because you're so consumed with 
everything else that's going on in front of you, you're not slowing down and taking time to appreciate those little things that do matter. You know, I have lived a good life. I've been afforded more opportunities than most, and I know that I'm very grateful for all of them. I've also dealt with pain, death, and struggles that helped build me, but they did not define me. I'm still here. I'm still standing. And there's times when I wanted to not come up from under the rock that I was under. And there's times when I didn't see good in the day. There's times when I wasn't in love with the life that I'm living, but I'm learning to be in love with the life that I'm living. I'm learning that those things that I experienced throughout my life were opportunities for me to grow. They were opportunities for me to determine who I wanted to be and what I wanted to to bloom into. And this has been a process and I'm not done. You know, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. And that's part of the journey. There was a book that I read last year called Chasing the Bright Side. And I think it probably came at the best time in my life for me. I finished reading it right before everything shut down. And there's a quote from the book that says, boiling water can soften a potato or it can harden an egg. So same process, different result. And when things heat up in our lives, we can either choose to become soft or we can choose to let it harden us. Last year, we all had something to complain about. We were stuck at home. Everything was canceled. Maybe you were without a job or a place to send your kids during the day. I went through those same emotions as well. I started out negative. I started out not being very optimistic and with very little hope. I think we thought that it was going to be a short-lived process. Maybe it's a month. Maybe it's two months. Things will be back to normal. But when that third month came and that fifth month came and then it was six months and now here we are a year later after um, everything kind of shut down, we had to make a decision. We had to decide what are we going to do? Are we going to stay here and be negative? Are we going to stay here and be down? Are we going to choose happiness? Are we going to pivot and learn to find ways that we can find joy in our day? We can find joy in our lives that we're living. So choosing this mindset left no room for doubt or uncertainty. There's another quote from the book that says, hard times give you the excuse to do less or the reason to do more. And I'm choosing to do more. I'm choosing not to get stuck or focus on the negative spiral that life is always trying to get me down. There's always going to be roadblocks. There's always going to be setbacks. But use those as opportunities to grow. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this situation? What is it trying to teach me? But I didn't always used to think this way. It wasn't something that that came naturally for me. You know, it's something that I have to work at every single day to choose happiness. It's something that I have to make a part of my routine and create that foundation and habit of I am going to look for the good and I am going to focus on the positive. You know, recently I've been working through my emotions on a certain circumstance that, you know, I can honestly say the old me would have looked at the situation and the circumstance as poor pitiful me. And this is I'm the victim you know, why is this happening to me? How can I be happy for this person when this is causing me so much pain? You know, it's hard to see past yourself and really focus on, you know, the good of what this means for others. But when we go through life, we oftentimes try to cope and protect ourselves and find ways of putting up these protective barriers that really inhibit us from being free. We create these barriers around ourselves in this situation and try and protect myself here in case this person says that, or I'm going to protect myself here because the last time I've been down that road, they've hurt me in the past. I'm not going to let it happen again. And rather than just dealing with the situation and letting it pass through you, we don't have to worry about putting up all those protective barriers. We don't have to worry about 
the what ifs and if this were to happen, here's how I'm going to react. Or when this comes at me this way, then this is how I'm going to feel. And just let it go. Don't see it that way. But so often in life, and I do this all the time, I set myself up and don't allow myself to really just feel the pain. If there's hurt, feel it. If there's happiness and joy, feel that too. How many times have we experienced something in life that didn't pan out the way that we had thought it would? You know, we build up all of this anticipation of what it's going to be, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like. You get prepared and it doesn't really happen that way. But we've thought and we've created this in our minds of preconceived thoughts and emotions based on something that hasn't even happened. Last week, my childhood home that I grew up in was torn down, and it was hard to think about. It was hard to drive by and see just a pile of lumber and just a pile of house sitting there up on the hill. But honestly, I had to detach myself a little bit, and I had to pull myself back and think, I can choose to be really, really sad about this, and I can choose to let it get me down, or I can choose to be happy for my sister. You know, she and her husband and family have had this dream to buy that property for quite some time. And after my dad passed away, before he passed away, actually, you know, he knew that they wanted to be out there and knowing that this is something that they're going to get to do and live out that wish that he had before he passed away is pretty incredible. It's not something that I should be sad about. It's not something that I should really hold against anybody. I can't hold it against them. You know, I'm happy for them. I want them to enjoy it just as much as we did growing up when we were kids. You know, I can see my daughters and and her children playing together the same way that she and I did and creating some of the memories that we had that I still hold on to. You know, that's where we had our garden. That's where we grew up um, playing outside and exploring and, and having adventures. And that's what I want. You know, it's not anything that I should be down and out about. So for me, that was a choice. That was a choice to say, I'm choosing to be happy for them. Because this is not about me. It's not about me. It's not about my family. This is about them. So when you have that ability and when you can step into that and and realize that each and every day, every single interaction, every single event is in your control, you're going to gain some incredible freedom and some incredible peace knowing that this is on you. So I'm going to ask you, you know, what are you choosing? Are you choosing to be happy? Are you choosing to take yourself to being a victim? I would challenge you to commit yourself to happiness each and every day. And in this process, you're going to learn things about yourself that you never thought were possible. You're going to open your heart to a new way of living that is unbelievable. So be happy on purpose. Make it a priority. There's going to be days that it rains, but look for those rainbows even when it does rain. And remember, it is up to you. So until next time plant those seeds of happiness. I'll talk to you soon.